0: Right now though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration.
1: Hello everyone. <laughs> so it's Shiva again. I'm back. As I told you, I had the awesome have the awesome privilege of interviewing some of the amazing contributing authors to the new book, Embracing Courage. Not only that, but I have the mastermind in front of me and i'm just like Mm -hmm. i'm sweating i feel like i'm in the midst of like famous people so I'm ex- you're gonna—I mean—it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be amazing time. You're going to learn about amazing women, um, the ability to embrace courage, and then the aftermath—what happens after you embrace it. Um, and so I'm going to stop talking because I'm excited and I want to hear, rather, from each and every woman here. Um, and so we're going to learn about who they are. We're going to learn about um, where they're from, and you can share a little bit about your chapter. So feel free. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Tara's
2: always revving,
1: revved up. Ready oh, to go. Tierra, come on, you just got me excited with the purple. Everybody's looking amazing. I love it. I love it. So Tara, please share who you are, where you're from, um, and then share about your chapter.
3: Sure, for sure. Well, thank you so much, Eva, for having me. Thank you, Kathy, for allowing me to embark on this journey for me being my first time author it's like everything is happening at the same time, at the right time that it's supposed to happen, right? Because we're all going to learn from our experiences. So I am Tierra Turner. I am the owner uh, and founder of the Ivy Eternal Enterprise. And Ivy Eternal Enterprise works on programming for certain uh, demographic, generally kids or businesses that operate in the community, health care, entertainment, and wellness spaces. And I believe that pouring your story out, operating with a growth mindset to help a certain demographic. Um that's what we focus on. And we do that via programming. So I've come to this business with the Ivy Turner Enterprise, whoa, earring fell down and everything. So that's what happens. Okay. <laughs> I come, um I came, you know, to this business as a way of working in corporate American spaces for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And um Just working with different businesses working with in different countries all around the world i just knows that service and helping people and getting to know how the world works through relationships is really my calling you know so being out there in public spaces and helping to develop and execute programming has been really my calling but of course life happens without challenges we all go through a lot of things everyone has a story and of course Um, you know, I'm not oblivious to that and nor am I like exempt from that. So I met Kathy, fortunately through a colleague, through a different network and organization. And we just talked and we just kind of hit it off and, you know, just kind of telling my story. She said, wow, Tiara, just pick one and talk about it. And I said, well, thank you so much for that opportunity. And I'll pick one. And I'll talk about it almost in third person through this character, Luna. So Luna is my spirit animal. She is, you know, while she we're separated, but we do have some similarities. So uh, my spirit animal, Luna, she's the alpha, the albino alpha wolf who yes. has gone through life, experienced some challenges, et cetera. And um, Luna, because um, I think that's the name of the female Alpha wolf in the pack. It also means moon. So there's some synergies and there's some elements to and, and similarities. So in the book and embrace courage, I talk about one situation using a growth mindset. So again, everything is about the brain being a muscle, having the opportunity to learn, evolve, and and morph, not as opposed to a fixed mindset. So uh, through one particular challenge, Luna. She uh she talks about dreams. She's experiencing all these dreams about a chase. You know, who, mm-hmm. who am I competing against? Who, am I running from something? Am I running towards something? Right. Um is this is this drive and this innate, insatiable desire to overcome and keep winning? Is it success or suicide? You know, sometimes when we keep running, we keep moving, what does it? what does it do to ourselves so yes I definitely believe in having a growth mindset but at the same time taking inventory and understanding putting some strategies and some tools in place to do that while maintaining your sanity so Luna starts off with a whole bunch of dreams a whole bunch of different exercises things that are happening in her life and then there's this one example which is um where she's applying to graduate school and she has none of the qualifications, like very minimal qualifications for grad school, but she didn't let that stop her. So the title of it, or a tagline that I use is, they told her no, but she heard not yet. And honestly, there's some similarities in that and how I've decided to move and some opportunities that I've decided to take. And every time I hear no, or I'm not quite sure, you're not qualified, then it's like, okay, head down, pen to the paper and figure out, okay, maybe it's not you I need to speak to. Maybe I'm speaking to the wrong person. Maybe this is not the right opportunity, but that doesn't, but just because you told me, yo, no, doesn't mean that it's my no. It just means that not yet or not this opportunity. So we're going to keep working to different things, but at the same time, so we're going to use that growth mindset as our theory, as our foundation to keep us moving. But with challenges I have twins just like you so I get it I'm a widow I've been a widow at 32 years old the world came crashing down in different places in my life Um, so I had to take inventory and figure out how to maintain my sanity while still trying to accomplish my goals and Luna one short story but like I was talking to Kathy and other organizations I have another other big opportunities to tell Luna's full story
1: and um, that's what I'm gonna be working on next. Yes. Yes. Well, you went already. Already went ahead because I was gonna say this sounds okay. Like, you know, even uh, when I read the chapter, I was like, okay, this is. We're just now getting to. We need more. I was. I was looking for more. It was <laughs> amazing. And then the moon, I was like, yeah, you know, I felt like, you know, I had to stay quiet because it was three o'clock. Hello. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. But I was, I felt like, you know, so I definitely understand. That was, that was absolutely, I love that. Maybe not know, but not yet. I mean, it, to me, that should be a tagline for courage, you know, ah. like, oh my goodness, like, yes. So thank you so much, um, You're Tiara, welcome. um, Tina, and then we'll have Kathy.
0: Okay. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Sheba, I feel like you're already a girlfriend. We've just met like two two seconds yeah. ago and you are just like a girl. <laughs> thank you for hosting us and being so generous in your time for us. And Kathy, Kathy was this bright light that I saw. I met a year and a half on, ago on Zoom at a women's conference. And I immediately said, she is a woman I need to know. And we messaged each other and I mean, here we are now, it's just an amazing thing. So Kathy, thank you for visioning for us who never imagined being authors, the possibility that we had something valuable to say that could change the world. Um, I thank you deeply for that. Um, I am from New York, currently that's where I reside. I've lived around the world. I've had many, many hats in my life. I've been an educator, I've been a pastor, I'm in sales currently. and all of those had some experience and education behind them for me to learn how to do that. But what I wasn't prepared for was how to embrace the role of caretaking or care companionship for my parents. Um, so my chapter really is about how to maintain my ability to be a loving, loving daughter and a caregiver, care whatever um at the same time because what I realized in this process my dad went into hospice last February and a year ago we thought he was dying he was dying and now I feel like it's this long haul thing hospice has been incredible and it's like giving him a new lease on life mm-hmm. so uh, as a family we're, we're doing continue to do a 24-7 care for my dad but in the process when there's there's uh five kids and a mom and you're all trying to do it yourself with a little bit of hospice help, you just start to, I started to do the burnout thing. And I thought I will have nothing left to give when dad's really going to need me, you know, for looking at this thing long-term. So my chapter kind of explores that making of a decision for myself, which is, you know, when you're a pastor and an educator, you, you kind of tend to put yourself last, you know, um, So this is taking a stand for Tina in self-love, not as a selfish way, but as a way to have more to give, to give from a cup that overflows rather than a cup that's like half empty. Um, So it's that exploration of that and making some really solid decisions. And you can read that in my chapter.
1: Um,
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I hope you do. Um, That has allowed me now today, as I sit and talk with you, I've put some boundaries on my time. I put boundaries on my space so that when I do go home and uh, be with my parents, I'm m- much more present as a daughter who lovingly cares to the best of my ability rather than this, like, I'm exhausted. Why do I have to do this? And it's so much, and I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. So, um, writing this chapter, I told Kathy initially, I have nothing to say about courage and i mean i've lived around the world i've had guns to my head i've been in really dangerous and perilous situations but this feels like the scariest of all because standing up for myself as a daughter and uh, with my siblings it has taken it's taken a lot of courage to own myself present myself and honor myself in order to honor others so it's all divine timing. I mean, God opens the door to us and for us when the time is right so that we can walk through. So that has been the next step of my embracing of courage Wonderful. for whatever's coming.
1: Yeah. So. Wow. That was amazing. Um, my, my pastor, actually, she we had a training and she was um, sharing with us the power of making a decision. And if you don't decide everyone and everything will decide for you, you know? Okay. So that was, I mean, when, when I read your chapter, I was like, yes, we need this, you know, because most times when you think of courage, you think of, you know, the these huge, and, but just the simplest, I just want to be a daughter, <laughs> you know? So that was, I was like, I love, I mean, not to say it's a spin, but it's like, I love that different aspect of it. So I really, really loved your chapter. And now we have drum roll, drum roll. <laughs> Miss Kathy, share with us, please. The mastermind, just, you know, let us know why, why now, why, why, <laughs>
2: well thank you so much for having me here and the whole team and yeah it's just been an amazing process to be kind of lifting everybody into this you know as as the coordinator curator is the word I like to use because in my mind a lot of a lot of people that are organizing books they say "by Kathy Dirksen and to me it was the book's not by me Mm -hmm. I've brought it together but it's not my book it's our book right. and right. so right. i chose the word curator as how i like to present myself and 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 as you were saying she the the idea that courage isn't just about rushing into that burning building and you know lifting a car to save a kid that got hit or it's about every day every day where there's things we have to be courageous we need to take on and we underestimate our own level of courage and we don't give ourselves credit for the courage that we have taken on to get to where we are in life Mm -hmm. And, and that was part of my goal with this book was to I mean obviously the stories in the book are big examples of courage but but really my vision was to really inspire the readers to recognize courage in their own life Mm -hmm. And when they have been courageous and, you know, when people around them have been courageous, because it's, you know, a big part of it is giving ourselves the acknowledgement for the courage that we've taken on, but also recognizing it in the people around us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially in our world today, courage is what we all need to make a change. Mm -hmm. And that's my goal with all the books that I'm doing is to be pushing the world towards more of a positive angle. In my mind, we, you know, we're kind of on this teeter-totter and right now it feels like the negative side is winning. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I, my goal is to teeter in the other direction and, you know, load it up with a bit more of that positive side. So we'll just dump off that, that negative thing and just go with the positive energy that we're all trying to share here and and yeah my my chapter is embracing the courage to shine mm-hmm. wow. and that's a big focus of the work that i'm doing is that i i find that so many of us we just kind of stuck in this numbness of doing life and not really living life mm-hmm. and one of my favorite quotes is don't ask what the world needs ask what makes you come alive and go do that because what the world needs is more people who have come alive. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's where we need to focus. What makes me come alive? Not what's gonna sell, what's gonna do better. You know, what's gonna, it's like, what makes you shine? And, and it's contagious, you know, the more we take on things that excite us, the more we generate that energy of excitement in other people too. Mm-hmm. And so that's really where my focus is on um, really creating that and helping other people to reignite your life is one of the taglines that I go with in my business. My company is called Inspired Tenacity, and to me, that's what we need to bring on change in our life, that inspiration and that tenacity. But the word that I always love to put in the middle is courage. So we need inspiration, courage, and tenacity to make any big changes. So so yeah, I've got a few more books coming up. The next one is called Midlife Awakening. So I've got a couple of spots left in that one. And then the next ones I'm looking at are around imposter syndrome. Because that's another huge one, especially for women. I mean, I assume that men probably go through similar things, but in talking to so many amazing, accomplished, inspiring women, and they feel like they're not enough, and they feel like they're, you know, oh, someone's going to find out that I'm not who they think I am. (laughs) You know, so I really, that's one of the big focuses I'm going to be looking at, and also grief. Grief is another one that keeps coming up. And again, with the idea of being grief, isn't just about losing a person. There's so many other parts of life that we go through a grieving process, yes. but we don't acknowledge it. Right. We don't see it as grief. So that's gonna be really one of my goals with that book too, is to kind of allow us to see that grief is in a lot of different places in our life. And we need to give ourselves that space to grieve so
1: I agree I agree I mean when I went through my um divorce I didn't realize that I was yes that's a good one I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't know at all honestly I didn't know what it looked like I didn't know what it felt I just knew how I felt but I didn't I didn't know what term you know so that's amazing to you know be able to um give that opportunity for individuals and you know the the last interview they were just sharing the power of writing you know like there's a healing that comes with it so not only you as the person that's doing it well excuse me not only the audience that we're focusing on but you as an individual there's some change there's some healing um that's taking place on the inside so i mean as you wrote the story right did any of you experience that like you know what okay i'm feeling you know or was it just like the aftermath of of the experience that you're like having like a record like, or was there any moments that as you were writing you're experiencing um you know some of those feelings tiara you want 0.
3: to go yeah oh, so I ab- uh, absolutely i felt the same way i felt a release mm. i felt for years i had been always journaling I've had, I, have, I still have tons and chapters that I've already written. And um, I always wanted to release something. So this being the first thing that I put out there, I was saying yesterday during our interviews when the book went live, as soon as I pressed sent, I was like, "Whoo!" like a huge burden just kind of really just came off of my shoulders. And it was only one story, just one example out of you know, chapters and years of journaling. So the healing you talk about for sure. And um, just that first release. And now I'm like, okay, it's kind of like an addiction. I'm like, okay, now what's next? So um, I felt definitely a part of being vulnerable because once you start to get out there, you're putting yourself out there, right? So You're putting yourself out there for people who can sympathize with you, empathize with you. You might get some negative energy or some negative static too, but I all think that's still a process of growth and development. So I would agree. That's, I definitely felt that right before I pressed scent, but I don't regret it. And now we're out there and let's keep
0: going. I love
1: it. You know, the new saying, everyone's like, we outside. We outside. We outside. We outside. Tina, I don't know if I was uh, interrupting you, so
0: I apologize, but did you want to share? Um, you weren't because we're going in order. So that's good. I was just ready to talk. Um, I think writing is, is healing. And I, I like, uh, Tiara, I've been writing a journal for 35 years. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I have a bestseller, just if somebody would take my book and edit it, it would be a movie, you know, that's, don't you? Have, <laughs> I, I, I hope we all feel that way about our lives, you know? Yes. So, and I remember I, I, I'm writing another book on my own as my own author. And what this did is allowed me the ability to see that I can really do this. I can write my book. Kathy opened that door for me to say, oh, I can really do this. And I am a good writer. And I have something to say that the world needs. So yeah, when, when the release button came, it was, yeah, that vulnerability, it was like, yes. And I was like, oh my God, what are people going to say? You know, and I'm like, Tina, release that. You are a new human being now. It's yes, okay you know, so it was pro- uh, powerful.
1: Wow. And so Kathy, as far as, you know, recruiting or, you know, um, trying to um, pull or, as you said, curate um, authors together, did you experience any, you know, time where you're like, oh, I'm not going to ask this person or, you know, what was your experience as far as curating this book?
2: No, I think the the biggest, I mean, like we were talking about earlier, as far as your own personal experience with writing, that has definitely been my experience. That's part of what's drawn me to this. So far, I've been involved. I've got eight books published and about five more books in the works right now. So it's it's almost become an addiction, That's that that feeling of putting something on paper because it makes it real. Yes. Like when you write it down, and even some of the earlier books that I did, when I did my first book, I think it was in 2019, with another group, I never, it never occurred to me that I was going to do more. I just thought, okay, I'm going to do this book, and this feeling of what I did put on paper and release to the world was such, uh, just a, an amazing process to go through, And that's one of the reasons I love to share this opportunity with as many people as possible, because I know that now that it creates that shift in the individual as an author. It brings out confidence in your ability to take on a new challenge. Mm -hmm. And also it allows you to own that identity. Like that's one of the things I find too, for a lot of people that are writing their book until they can own the identity of an author. I am an international best selling author, Damn. and quite often we can't say that until we do it. And now we've done it, so it's like, hey, I can own that now. I can own, I am a number one international best selling. Say it
3: again, Kathy. Go ahead, it good. it's, good. it's the quiet. The good. Yeah, we can
2: all say it, and I love sharing that opportunity with people because again so many people like you were saying at the beginning you felt it was going to be this big journey and so difficult and such so if we can make it exciting simple smooth and just walk people into this opportunity then to me that's what makes my heart sing like when i have people like tiara and tina going oh this was great thank you and that that is what keeps me going here
1: I love it. One of the things that you mentioned, um, and I, I feel like it could be two things. It could either be a t-shirt or it could be like a hashtag on Facebook, but you said, um, courage is, um, contagious. I was like, Oh yes. It has a ring. (laughs) I'm going to get, don't be surprised if you see me with a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. I love it. And so, you know, many times, um, I've heard in the past or just, you know, just living life that fear is the opposite of courage. Right now, I don't, I haven't in the moment, haven't thought of whether I agree or disagree, but I I like to know, what do you, what do you think? Do you think that fear is the opposite of courage? Um, or if it is great, if not, then what is opposite of courage?
2: Complacency. Mm. Sitting back and saying, no, I'm not even going to try that to Mm. me is the opposite of courage. Wow. Because when we take on courage, that's when we have, we've taken on that energy and focus to say, yes, I'm going to do that no matter what, no matter what people say, no matter what obstacles get in my way, no matter the ups and downs that are going to come with this, I am going to go do that. And I think for so many of us, we are stepping into things that we never would have imagined before that we are. Visualizing, we're seeing that there's more. Wow! And instead of just sitting back and saying, "Yeah, that's cool," we're going, "Hey, I'm going there."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Full force, right? Full force. That's excellent. all in complacency. That's powerful. That's I love that. Anyone else? What's the opposite of co- courage? What, what's the opposite?
3: I feel like what held me accountable to something very similar is. Um, worry and someone said if you I happen to personally believe in God and they said if you have faith you can't worry so it's opposite so if you really truly say I have faith and I'm a believer and I believe you can't worry it's like the opposite it's like something that's really holding you accountable so very similar to that complacency worrying etc just keep going you know things are going to happen anyway. It's a divine order. So keep going, do what you need to do to stay healthy, happy, and sane, but keep going because the world
1: is going to keep going. Excellent. I love it. And Tina, come on, put the cherry on top.
0: (laughs) Uh, You you know, uh, Psalm 87 says, my home is within you. Mm -hmm. For me and my faith belief that I am the beloved daughter, the beloved child of a very loving God. So for me, when the opposite of courage, I think has to do with self-love and how much do I love and appreciate myself and not put myself in the world, you know, embracing the fullness of who I am as this divine child to shine a light, as Kathy said, for the world. So to me that when I am not courageous, I am not living in that authentic truth that I am loved. I am love. I am love for others. I'm
1: speechless. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. 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 That was absolutely positively amazing. I I mean, I personally, over the course of my um, relationship with God, have fully, fully come to this, this revelation, as I call it of God's love. I mean, it's literally life-changing. It has changed me from the inside out. Like you said, it empowers me. Um, that I'm just blown away by your response. I'm sorry. I was just like, wait, <laughs> wow. wow, 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 wow. So the last question, as we wrap it up, I want you to share with us, why should every person that you know, that you don't know across the nations, why should they get a copy of this book?
3: all right well I guess we'll maintain the order okay <laughs> what I tell people is for one it's an easy read right so sometimes people get originally like taxed on it's such a big task For one it's an easy read For two like Kathy helped me to learn she said I have been. I see a lot of success when it's a conversation. When it's a conversation, you're inviting someone into your space. A lot of the authors are reading from a conversation. The mm-hmm. other piece that I love about a curation is, how else can you get 20 different perspectives of a short story from men and women from around the world mm-hmm. in one place? So curations, I think are really special. And that is what I tell people. So it's great when you, because I, you know, my next project will be solely on Luna and a lot of experiences. Um, and so I'm hoping to make that just as interesting. So I'll take a lot of this framework here, but I'm always touting this book, Embrace Courage, because you get a lot of different perspectives. It's an easy read in your conversations with people. And I'm guaranteed that you're going to find at least one story that you can empathize with and that like resonates with you.
1: I love that. Can I just share with this Tiara? I'm sorry, but I have to share this. Whenever you mention this Luna, um, I don't know if you ever considered this before, but I feel in my spirit to share with you that you should explore children's books. Really? You should. You should I'm just going to share it because I have to do what I feel to do. So just explore that, and we're going to move on, right? So. All right. so- I'll can I connect with you offline about that idea? Absolutely. Please. Every time you say, I'm like, I have to tell her. I have to tell her. But no, I'm not going to tell her. But we're embracing courage. So this is happening right in the moment. All right. Explore. <laughs> um, you definitely need to explore that, that niche of children's books. All right. Come on, cheers! Right.
0: <laughs> Y'all got me excited. All right. Um, if you find that in post-pandemic life, you don't know who you are, if you find that in post-pandemic life you're starting to search again for something new and you need a nugget to inspire you, if you just want to hold on to something bigger than you are, read this book because one story will change your life.
1: Excellent, excellent. And Miss Kathy, you're giving me chills. I kid you not. Now, what would you would you just wrap it up for us, please?
2: Definitely the reader will find inspiration and and encouragement. And again, like I was mentioning, that's my big focus with this book is to give people that spark of courage in their own life. And I know with with this collection of stories, like the others have said, that there are so many amazing stories here and they are a very easy read. It's like talking to your friend over coffee. So... Mm -hmm
1: definitely three o'clock in the morning it was eating I'm joking it was that way <laughs> and you didn't fall asleep that's good and that's, that's the amazing part. Didn't fall asleep. So listen, I want to thank you all amazing women for sharing this space with me, sharing this time. Um, as they say, you literally could be doing many other things, but um, thank you for giving me this opportunity to also connect with each of you. Um, I'm, I'm praying and wishing and crossing my fingers and everything else that this book will be a success, not just for financial, anything like that, but just the impact and the influence that it has on the lives of others. Um, and so again, thank you so much for sharing this time. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you all in the future. Oh, all right. Uh, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. You're thank you. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have it. The second set of amazing contributing authors to Embracing Courage. You have to have to get the book. Absolutely amazing. Until next time, see you
0: later. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on DivasThatCare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.